Yo, what's good? It's your boy Young Tamarack. Welcome back to another week of the AMB Podcast. And yesterday I was fixed like a Houston Astros game. And I'm here with some good people because my people are never not good. Let them know what it is there. Yo, what up? It's your man Stair, Papa Stair, aka the Prince of Pod, aka the A from the AMB Podcast. We end this thing. We ready to rock and roll. Let's get it. Let's do it. What's and happening? Of course, we already got the homie in here. You know what I'm saying? We got Chef Ferg in the building. What's good with you, Chef? Cook it up. What's good, man? What's going on? What's going on? Chef Morgan James, formerly known as Bubba the Chef, but I'm still cooking up chefs like good things, you know, good eats all the time. All the time, bro. We be seeing the work, bro. We be seeing the work, bro. And that's why, and that's part of the reason why we even have you here today, man. So, as always, he's, man. Wait, wait, wait. That's oh, I'm not sorry. the only reason. He's family. Well, I mean, nah. I was there with the grassroots right, of my mama basement. You know what though. I mean, no. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But it's true. We were in his mama's basement. <laughs> we were in his mama's basement about a year ago. And like, like we here. We man. Yeah, 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 yeah. We on the ground. We on the ground with it, man. Currently it watching some women's college basketball in the background. So yeah, anybody who thinks that we don't do. love women on this podcast, you're wrong. Exactly. Sometimes we don't like them. Hey, we were early on Gigi. Check the podcast. You said it. Yeah. I don't, I don't. I feel like that was me who said that's probably you, know, you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we yeah, record yeah, at your yeah. uh, at your mom's when we did the brunch crunch. Oh Since yeah, I go yeah, back. yeah. Damn, damn. We haven't had a brunch crunch in a minute. Overdue. <sighs> but yeah, man. How's everybody's week, man? What's everybody been up to, man? Busy, sleepless nights, but uh, rewarding. Working. Uh, couple private uh, events last week. Uh, Major milestone, uh, first like major corporation gig uh, mm. for Nestle on Monday. You see that on IG, I did that. Don't worry, we got questions. I was like, we got yo, <laughs> we got questions. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was big. Like when uh, I was approached about it, kicking off their Black History Month, and I was like, all right, this can go one of two ways. Like they looking for the dude who like gonna fry some chicken and just make it look good yeah but i like by the phone interview i had to make sure i spun it the right way so it didn't come off too gimmicky yeah because that's the number one thing i try and diversify myself with try to be original yeah so i was like do i have full creativity of the menu like is there any specifications and like i feel like more being that direct with these type of corporations they respect you more because they're like okay this is what you do so we we took some some like core staples like we did uh we did a fried chicken skin uh potato chip with hot sauce powder mm. so essentially a chicken a chicken skin chip chicken skin a lot of people don't know that you can get a case of chicken skins like i mean i have a lot of chef friends yeah, so I mean, I, yeah, yeah, i've done this still. so yeah the chicken skins literally you deep fry it just like a chip, and it holds that oh crunch. Oh, my goodness. That sounds so bomb. Toss it in hot sauce powder. It's almost like cracklings or pork rinds, but it's like it was supposed to give you that nostalgic chicken wow. and hot sauce feeling. Ew, like, yeah. Wow, yeah. I'm like, anybody can fry you some chicken. But I'm like, one fried chicken with catering stuff. It's just like you lose that that lust yeah no nah, that's that's like that was actually really genius. a genius idea genius. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah for real bro this one lady came up to me she was like man i remember i don't i forget what they called she's like but baby i used to buy these with a thing of hot sauce and she was like cracklets she's like fat back she's like all them things she's like i'm from mississippi she, wow she was yeah so, but she was just like this took me back to my childhood and Damn. I was just like, that's exactly. If you impress an old old woman from the south, you know what I'm saying with some with some chicken skins, some bro, you, you're doing something right, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even gonna lie. 
Damn. So that was dope. It was big. It was I know that had to have you grinning from ear to ear, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> after that, she was like, oh, now they're going to take your business cards, baby. Like, she was one of those ah, old ladies. She started handing out wow. hand my business cards for me. And I was just like, I don't get that type of reaction from a lot of people in different situations like that, honestly. Like, mainly I don't have a predominantly black demographic for some of these events, yeah, yeah. especially for corporate things like that. But it was majority of black people and then it was just like oh this young brother in here is like doing the damn he's doing thing. his thing yeah like they gave me the platform to speak to like i saw that little, too saw little that five too. five to seven minute uh presentation uh just just wanted to get a little bit about myself to tell what i'm doing like ain't want to do too much name dropping but i was just like i do have some higher profile clients i've obtained in these past 15 months now since i've been freelance without a job so Still holding it down, holding it down. You know. Hustler spirit, dog. Hustler yes. spirit, man. Game Damn, that, game. that sounds like a great week, though, man. Like, honestly, yeah. shout out to you, man. Alistair, what about you, though, man? What uh, you been up me, to? Me, uh, really just had Did Nami get a job yet? No, not yet. Damn, okay. But she did her first push-up. So. Oh, man, oh, nice, oh, nice. Oh, <laughs> I was like, damn, your baby's strong. <laughs> nah, but she's like, she's definitely developing. She's growing every day. It's kind of nuts. And Caleb brought it to my attention. That she looks yeah. less like you now? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> she looks less but, like um, you now. I was for sure like, yo, <laughs> she looked just like you, Alistair, baby. at first. We know. But then I came back like literally like two weeks later. I was like, oh, man, nah, it's different. Uh-huh. It's not you anymore, <laughs> like bro. Chris Brown's baby. Yo, Chris Brown's baby like, turning into a white man. Yo. yo. That baby got a 750 credit score. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at that picture, and I was like, Gavin? <laughs> that you, Bradley? <laughs> oh, shit. But I'm um, not. Nah, so she's definitely growing every day. Other than that, just spending family time. And I watched Toy Story 4. I haven't seen that. It's one with the sport. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that he's that like a, joke, a hilarious that character. That at home. That was really good, like, all around. I didn't like that there wasn't really a villain. Because mm. usually in the Toy Story movie, they have But the one that they did, she was there. But, yeah. It was cheesy. Once again. But I also saw Bad Boys uh, for Life. That was good. Told you oh, that was very impressive. Uh, it was really good. Um, if okay. you're interested, you can check it out on Kayla's vlog. You know, just shameless plug. humble plug. Humble yeah, plug. Gotcha. You know, I, had to, I had to get my baby out there. Um, she did like a little vlog because that was our first date since Nami's been here, and that was pretty cool. My only complaint on the movie: Vanessa Hutchins should never have uh, cornrows. <laughs> She's Afro Latina. She I shouldn't think. have cornrows. Why not, man? Mm. I actually don't know what Vanessa Hudgens is. So I'm not sure I, at all. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't recognize her when I first seen it. Oh, I knew it was it's her. It's distracting. Like, and I, Bad Boys, it's like, oh, I, Vanessa Hudgens. And I was like, huh? I was like, <laughs> this isn't this, this isn't really your pocket of roles. I like. <laughs> she found her way into there though. You know, I don't. You know, you, you get in where you fit in, or you fit in where you get in. Mm. All in all, though, like I said, the movie was good, man. They're like, yeah, it was the, the acting chemistry good. between Martin and, yeah, and Will yeah, is yeah. like. like I like the story. story. I like. I even yeah. like the story. The story was good too. It was, it was good. It was a nice twist. They spun. Nice twist. They spun that yeah. story like. Hey, crazy. when they shot Mike though, I was like, hey, I, I said, oh, I said, damn, nigga. Different. I literally was in the theater like, damn. This movie. I was not yeah, expecting yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 when yeah. that man got hit, I'm just looking around. I was like, yo, we just got. Like, we, we just, just got. got yeah. Nigga like, said, doo-doo. Oh, <laughs> Mike. Like the famous Martin run. I said, damn. That's crazy, but uh, the only I didn't like that ending because it kind of. I mean, if you've seen the movie, like the end credit where they're trying to twist into like a Fast and Furious universe type shit, 
<laughs> where he's talking where he's to his talking son. To, yeah, I was like, hey, all right, uh, well, hey, that, fast come and on, furious, they, Fast and Why? Furious, they got to be stopped. Bro, they can, if they, bro, I swear, I saw Nate saying that they had to fight the Avengers, and I was like, bro, that's like the only thing them niggas can do now, bro. Right. It makes sense. Vin Diesel caught a car in the trailer. <laughs> and that's what Eric, I said, bro, yeah. like, on, on top, on, of, another on top car, of another car, bro, like... <laughs> What? This man got Thanos strength. <laughs> like, he got from where? Infinity rings. From where? Underneath the hood. Yeah. That shit is wild. When he tore the car, everybody's car apart with, with his car in the, in the, what was it, the seventh movie? <laughs> I was like, nah, bro. I was like, how is car strong enough to take on a Bentley, a freaking, a truck that The Rock driving? You know, if The Rock driving a car, it got 10 times strength because he's strong too. So it's like, damn. But it's hilarious. I was actually watching one of those last night. Like, I probably I think it was uh fast four the one where there uh where there might have still been some car racing <laughs> there was a little yeah. bit of driving in this one actually like this is where they're still they haven't found letty so i know this is probably about four movies ago yeah it, i was just like yo vin diesel and when he was marrying the cop no nah, this was uh when the villain was a guy named braga or something like that like you remember, it was like all oh, the Dominicans was, in Mexico. Oh, yeah, 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 that was the best yeah. one. That was the best that one. Was a, that, was that was a good was, one. When they stole the when they stole the bank. When they stole uh, the safe, right? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, I, yeah. yeah that was After that, they literally uh, just started doing anything. Like, I was like, I think they're going to end up in space. Like, I'm convinced. That's probably going to be the finale. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I think that would be In a race against, like, an alien, you know, get a rocket ship. I got a rocket ship. I don't know how Han is back. I want to see how they're going to flip that one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But they've done that before because they showed when Letty got her car flipped, they showed dude shooting her or shooting at the car. And And then that was it. I mean, maybe Han didn't really die. That's the only thing I can think of. Maybe he didn't really die, bro. What if Bow Wow comes back too, bro? That'd I'd be watch lit. it then. I'd watch it then. Uh, I think we all would watch it then. I doubt they would do that. I'd watch that. Shed Boss. They gonna like just bring back everybody from every movie. You gonna have I man DJ make it be the last movie, man. Go out with a bang. Well, they gotta get to ten. So oh yeah, no, they're definitely doing ten. <laughs> yeah, because we're at nine, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They gotta go to ten before any more people like like just yeah aren't like wilding out. Like, cause I don't even know how Tyrese. I thought Tyrese was done for after he kicked out. Yeah, but like he's still on the roster. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, cool. I guess. It don't really matter. I guess they really found out what more do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> hey, dog, that's hilarious. What, what do you want from me? But, um, oh, nah, honestly, man, I didn't even Just share my it. week. My week was cool, though. I didn't really, really get into a whole bunch of shit. So, but, uh, Alistair, can you hold us down with the, with the top five? Top five, top five, top five. All right, um, top five. We're going to do lunchtime snacks. Either from your childhood or that you eat now, a lunchtime snack that you might have. I'ma start because I was super excited by the announcement. Dunkaroos, off top. I gotta say, cheddar rice cakes. I gotta yeah, say, I the Scooby Doo gummies. Ooh. I gotta say, fruit by the foot. And uh, one last one. I'm gonna just say popcorn. Can't go wrong with popcorn. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go apples and peanut butter. Mm, okay. Brown sugar pop tart. Mm. Mm. Uh, nerds rope. That's just something mm. I just always buy me. Uh, they still make nerds rope. Yeah. yeah and new flavors. They, they new flavors. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm here. I work with kids. Yeah. Yeah. 
they, they got them on deck. Uh, one of those, uh, not the Nutri Grain Bars, but oh, the Chewy Joint. The Chewy Joint. Yeah, yeah I fuck up the, the Chewy. Those joints yeah. used to get me through. Like, yeah. had them joints for driving school and everything. And then one more. Probably go with Slim Jim. You can't go wrong. Wow. Slim Jim. Yo, that was on my list, bro. <laughs> yeah, so like, I would definitely say Slim Jims for sure, man. I fuck with Slim Jims, uh, even though they're like the worst like thing in the <laughs> world. Really. Like, but every now and again, I'll be in the store and I'll be like, yeah, let me get a Slim Jim, dog. <laughs> I think it was the commercial because that was an iconic commercial. With the snap into the Slim. Yeah, 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 that shit was wild. That shit was wild. He used to be wild. the little Slim Jim guy. Used yeah, to be he used to lunch out. I'm sure he was on coke. <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he was on coke. Yeah, something. Uh, Slim Jims, uh, Gushers. Mm, um. Any Doritos, bro, honestly, for the most part with me. Yeah. Um, when that purple pack came out, that was like a... That changed that, the game. That changed, the, <laughs> that changed game. the game. And at Blake, they used to have chili and cheese for nachos. So I would get like a bag of the Doritos and then like, get some chili and cheese like, on them on the, on the spicy sweet chili joints. Oh, yes. man, bro. <laughs> See, we didn't get that lucky at Paint Brands until it was like game day. And then we had the walkaway tacos with the Fritos mm, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that's nice. If you, if you was nice enough to them, they'd do it with the Doritos. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Smash the bag. Yeah, back up for you. That's love. Um, Snickers. I think that is that five. I think it was four. Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I was never like once I got out of like the preschool kindergarten. Nah, I, dog. I was about give me PB and J anytime, dog. I smack a PB and J. Grape jelly, strawberry jelly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying it don't matter. But that ratio got to be right though. Yeah. <laughs> like don't don't come with that. That peanut butter and jelly. Like, yeah. That, nah, that's... I need to be peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter and jelly. Like, yeah. Because some people be having that, like... Niggas be having a brick of peanut butter on their say. Or it's like a glob of jelly. And I'm like... <laughs> like, bro. Nah, it's got to be the right ratio. Maybe it's that's why. Because my mom used to put OD jelly. Mm. So I was like... Mm. I'm not really jacking this, y'all. And if you... But the if bread got to be good, if too. If you wait, though. exactly. Because yeah. you wait too long, the bread and the jelly's just like... You got to get the right bread too. Like, like, yeah. man, like, moms used to kill a lot of snacks. When yeah, you on accident, man. On accident. No better. I can't eat cantaloupe and like most melons because every day I felt like my mom was trying to give me cantaloupe and stuff for breakfast. <laughs> my mom loved cantaloupe and honeydew, bro. Yeah, I, I ain't never I really like it. It don't really have like it don't like taste like I, good. I don't know how to explain like it. In water in solid form, but like even like with watermelon, like watermelon <laughs> tastes like water sometimes. I'm but not it a, tastes not a big you, watermelon. You, but it tastes find, better. You can find the right watermelon. I'd rather have a watermelon over cantaloupe and honeydew any, any, any day. day. Like nah. <laughs> I'm not an oatmeal guy because of my pops. Because like nah, I'd be crushing oatmeal yeah, now. Yeah. More so than before. Put a scoop of peanut butter in it with some honey. Yeah, bro. That's, that's the is. breakfast potion. But yeah, nah, I mean, <laughs> it is, bro. If you need that quick breakfast, you need a little bit of energy to get your day going. Like you got everything you yeah, need. Yeah, bro. Like, it's a good, it's a good way to go, man. But damn, we talked enough about about, about, <laughs> about breakfast foods and and the snacks we used to love. But um, Ferg, man, we got you here today, and we're definitely appreciative for you coming through, man. And, you know, we've been, like Alistair said, following you from, from you know, the, the start of, I guess, your, um, well, not the, the all the way to start, but, like, the, the budding process, you know, of, of your chef career. And, yeah, we just wanted to talk a little bit about some of the moves that you've been making, man, because we've been seeing some, some major things on our timeline. And I guess to start with, man, the number one thing that I saw was you linking up with Dwayne Haskins. How did you, and I call him Dwayne Baskins, you know what I'm saying? Like Baskin Robbins, you know what I mean? But, <laughs> but 
That's because I'm a Cowboy fan. I be hating, but yeah, how'd you how'd you end up linking up with 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 Dwayne Haskins, man? So I'll tell you that story is one of the wildest and most random things. Like, I was going to Miami for a wedding for a childhood friend, and I was like, my following's kind of growing. I don't know where all my followers are located, so I was mm. like, let me take a stab in the dark, throw it up there. See who could potentially need private chef services from these dates to these dates. One of my boys, shout out to Jindu. A lot of y'all may know him as Ohio or whatever, but yeah. That's crazy, actually. Wow. I know. Okay, okay. Wow. Damn. He's who you guys can thank for that uh, epic link up because he had DM'd me. He was like, yo, bro, I'm going to be down there. I fly in tomorrow, yo, whatever. Price, it don't matter. This, that. And he's just like, hype. And I was just like, me and him have been trying to get something together for him and his fiance. Maybe me travel to New York, do a private dinner for him. So he hadn't had my food or anything like that. But he was just like, no, I'm going to make this happen. I was like, he's like, yo, I'm going to text you tomorrow. We're going to see if we can log everything in. So at this point, I still don't know who I'm cooking for. Yeah. Mm. He just said it's going to be me and my fiance and my boy and this girl. So. This man Ohio got a fiance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Jazz. And she's a real one. Yeah. That's yeah, what's that's up, man. man. Yeah. They on a fitness uh, workout couple shit together it's hey lovely. man yeah, it's, a, it's up, a back bro. for everybody it's a back for everybody exactly. out there. <laughs> nah but so i'm in the airport and he's like texting me this long extensive list like it's like mac and cheese this kind of cake this kind of i was like man I was like, how many people am i cooking for i was like i know you was a football player and stuff like that but he's like so we lock in the menu and everything then he's just like all right bet we good to go for tomorrow or mm. for saturday and this i think i flew in on a friday I checked Instagram. I was just like, "This man's riding around in a wraith." I'm like, "I see, a, I see a roly." I'm like, "Wait, what's going on here?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm like, I know brother do good, but I'm yeah, like, I, I look." But then on the next post on his story, it's Dwayne, and I was like, "Oh, it's like I'm cooking for him and Dwayne Haskins," and it was just like that moment where I'm like, "I don't want to jinx myself or nothing like that," so I'm like. I only told the people I was going on a trip with. Like, I told my brother yeah. and some of, some of our boys who were going on there for the wedding. And then they're just like, yo, that's huge. I'm like, yeah, but, like, keep that I'm on the low. Because I'm low. like, yeah. if I, like, I could go on there, I could burn everything. Yeah. <laughs> but, nah, it was, it turned out great. I mean, he don't, he don't really be in that place down there in Miami. So I had to, like, get the pots and stuff from our Airbnb and I literally, like, this is, like, one of the biggest finesse moves I've ever had to put. I loaded up my suitcase with pots, pans, because I only took my knife kit and my chef coat down there. But I, like, hijacked our Airbnb, pulled up to his spot, and then I remember this oven he had. I still tell this story because that oven, we could not figure out how to get it to work. You know you're in a different tax bracket if I can't figure out how to, work. How to make your oven <laughs> like, work. There was, was at least four of us who tried everything to get this oven to work. Y'all Google it? I tried everything, bro. You got to know the model. I, it was like some, It was like a German <laughs> yeah, oven. Yeah, it had to be something that's <laughs> yeah, not like, American. We're in like a high rise up on like the 32nd floor. Mm. And like, I'm like, so you didn't figure it out at all? No. Damn. And then look, there was mac and cheese yeah, that's why I was like, and nah. a cake on the menu. So, like, in my head, I'm like, all right, what do I do? So, I see he has, like, one of those high-powered microwaves. It, like, doubles as a convection oven. Mm. So, I'm, like, trying to figure out how to, like, preheat the joint. 
I end up burning my man's like plastic like microwave cover. Yeah. If he ever hears this, like he's Jindu got that turned up out of there because I was sitting there, I was like, yo, I just like melted, melted this man's shit. plastic. Uh-huh. He's like, man, it's cool. Throw it away. So I'm like, all right, bet. Let me figure out the cake first. Cause that was uh one of his requests. He wanted a butter cake. Mm. And if you know what a butter cake is, it's like super rich. And it's like if you don't bake it long enough it'll taste like it's underdone because mm. it's so much like butter and stuff in it. So half the cake came out perfect. The other half didn't. Did he see that other half? No. Yeah. <laughs> so, finesse that. And I was like, all right, the cake is done. I can let that cool. Let me bake this macaroni and cheese. Get that done. So I start start dinner. Did four courses. Uh, By the second course, Dwayne just stops. He's like, he's like uh, what's your number? And I gave him my phone number. He was like, yo, I just texted you my name. And then I'm like, bro, we still got two more courses. And then he's just literally just like not paying attention to any of the food that's on the plate anymore. He just starts talking. He's like, yeah, so you said you get back on Wednesday, right? So you could be in my house on Thursday, theoretically. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, yeah, everything he's saying. <laughs> yeah, like, for sure. Yeah, I can do that. I'm like, I make my own schedule. I do this after. I'm thinking, I'm like, yo, he's just saying this. Like, he's not really serious, but... After the dinner and everything, he was like, somehow we got on the top. I was like, yo, I was like, I'm just glad I got that microwave to work. He was like, wait, hold up. You made all that stuff in my microwave? That's I was like, crazy. yeah, and I think that was like the defining moment where he, he was, was like, like Damn. he was like, this man's different. Yeah. He was like, nah, he's like, we're locked in. So after that night, after I'm leaving Miami, that Wednesday morning, I'm at the airport. I sure enough get a text. Hey, yo, it's Dwayne. Here's my address. Can you send me a menu or something over? Be in my house tomorrow. And I'm still just like, okay. Damn. <laughs> I'm there. That's a fucking lesson for everybody listening, no matter what your profession. Because my man came prepared at his moment and was like, yeah, I'm going to crush this joint. No matter the obstacle. Yeah, yeah bro. So I got to. Yeah, we were just talking about that that yesterday, man. When uh, preparation meets opportunity, bro, that's when you have the opportunity. Well, that's when you can be successful. And like, Bro, you had only a microwave to, had a to work with. Exactly. That's what I'm really like. Airbnb, pasta pads. Yeah, we go, we man. We, we, we're <laughs> taking these. I'm like, all right, I can get this taken care of with the stove. But I was like, in my line of work, you can't ever want to tell a client I can't do something. Yeah, no. Like, if a client asks me if I can make something, I'm going to say yes. If it's something I, like, realistically know I cannot do, I will find somebody who can perform that task. Yeah. But Everything that was asked for, things that yes, I can physically produce, but when it was like the equipment was the, the issue, issue that's when it was I like, was damn. just like, "All right, you got to think on your feet." Like this is one of those things where it's like, you will make it work. Like I was gonna find a way to get this to work because, like, as you said, me, Jindu, we both tried everything. We were sitting there googling, we were pulling drawers out, pushing buttons. I'm like, yo, this oven's not coming on. Like I wonder if he, they ever got the oven on because I know they were just down there recently, but came back and it was just like ever since then man him been locked in damn that's dope that's what's up dog that's really major man like like i said when i seen it i was like i was like (laughs) wait what like and and after he cooked uh after fur cooked for him he definitely got the dub that was the same weekend yeah oh yeah that is true that is true damn so you're part of uh history man that was their first win, right? Yeah, the first, the win has his first win. <laughs> a lot of people definitely on Twitter and other things will be like, 
He's been playing a little bit differently since he started getting you gotta the change the diet. You gotta change the diet. Got a couple people who, who have been on me like, yo, if my quarterback ain't going to wake up, I'm at the front door. So I'd be like, yo, trust me. I saw Mike tweet that last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they be ready. Yeah. <laughs> I be got to watch myself. But I'm That's like, yo, funny. bro funny. works out hard. Like, mm-hmm. I see, I've seen him train and everything like that. Everything equipped in the house. Like, they get up and they get to it, but again, I, it's just something that came from an introduction from a friend. Yeah. And so, like, it wasn't anything that necessarily people had assumed, like, I had, like, found him or he reached out to me directly, but it was like, no, it's like just knowing people and just always treating people with that same level of respect. Like, yeah. I always tell people who ask me, like, about their clients, I'm like, treat every client like they have potential to be that VIP client. Mm. Like, relationships are key. Like, networking is key in this, yeah, no, that's in true. this day and age. It's, it's, so, who, yeah. it's who you know, man. It's who you know. Exactly. It's true. And then if people like you, man, that takes you to, like, a whole nother level every single time. Like, over somebody who even might, like, be more qualified to do the thing. But exactly. But if, if they feel like, damn, you know what? I really I really fuck with Jim, you Because they're definitely going to stop and be like, yo, I know a guy, Jim. <clears throat> yeah. He's really good at this. We should we should we call should Jim. Jim in. We should, we should you know? And then it's just like you getting that phone call. You're like, oh damn, I'm Jim. Opportunities like, here. Oh, and it's funny that kind of like brought about like some of the rebranding and the name change. It's mm-hmm. just like I need me. I need myself to be accessible to everybody. Yeah. I need everybody to be like, oh, let me call Morgan. Like call this person. Like not just oh Bubba can do that. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I just felt like the tones were different. No, it is. Yeah. Chef Morgan James Chef definitely. Morgan, yeah. You sound like I need to like definitely call you up and be like, "Yo, can I make an appointment?" As opposed to a quick like DM being like, "Yo, can you make some uh, bacon wrap jalapenos?" You know? Yeah, like, yeah. And and like the quality of gigs and just different client relationships, just how people talk to me is different. Like, mm. I feel like people feel like they have to come on a different approach. Which, not saying like there's anything different about what I've done, yeah. but it's just like I want it to be known that there's a certain uniqueness in a certain caliber I want to express to you. So if there's something that is lackluster, please like inform me of it so I can make everything fit. Okay. Yeah. Uh off mic yesterday, uh he pulled up and we was rapping for a little bit. Oh yeah, I apologize to you, man, uh, for uh Bryce is a terrible person. I, yeah, I got I was I'm not gonna lie, bro, I got caught up in the mix, man. I got caught but, up in the um, mix. I just wanted to get let the people know. What kind of respect are you getting uh, from your name now because like you said you were telling me about a chef that hit you up yeah so this was actually yesterday uh, a chef had DM me in the morning he had just started following me randomly and he had said he's the executive chef at a catering facility up on the eastern shore and he was like I've been doing this for 20 years and I would love the opportunity to stage with you which is in the uh, restaurant industry that's just basically a tryout so you can showcase your skills like Usually you're working for free. Uh-huh. Like you go to a restaurant, you stage for the day, and I'll let them know if they want to hire you. Yeah. So he's offering his services to me to work under me to learn from me. Where I'm 25 years old, yeah. he's been doing this for 20 years, so it was just like a surreal feeling where it's like people feel like I know enough that they want to learn from learn me. from you. Mm-hmm. Damn. So. Damn. Definitely was a high for me yesterday. Damn, bro. It seems like the the highs, you know, they they keep coming for you, man. But I feel like the number one thing that people don't get to see is like, okay, the struggles that you went through, like to even get to this point. Yeah. So like, I guess 
was there, I guess, was there a point in time where it was just like, bruh, like, I don't even know, bruh, like. I was literally telling, uh, I was there yesterday, yeah. like, before that Miami trip, it was probably about a week prior, I was in the Target parking lot by, like, Cherry Hill, mm-hmm. like, borderline crying, like, in my car, just like, like, everything was like, nothing was really bad, going wrong or anything like that, but it was just me self-reflecting, and I was yeah. just like, yo. Maybe I'm not doing things right. Like, maybe I should be further along, like, constantly comparing my food to other people. It's just different things where I'm just like, I know this person's getting paid for these ads, these sponsored ads. Mm-hmm. They're getting all these followers. And it was just like, yo, like, what am I doing wrong? Like, there has to be something I can do better for myself. Damn. Where I'm like, I'm just sitting here. Because last year, for me, where people started to see, like, the climb, where they start to, like, decide for me that I'd hit this pinnacle of, like, success like i was struggling more last year trying to develop the process of how i know i can run my business yeah Mm. so once like getting clients like Dwayne and uh unique and galque a defensive end for the jaguars uh and just all these other larger more reputable gigs that's because i started struggling last year where i was like my boy hit me up recently. He was just talking about like my shoes and stuff like that because that was something I used to like get people's attention. A lot of people didn't think about it when I was doing it. I would cook in designer shoes just for the platform of you seeing me cooking in the shoes and you would be forced to tune in like, oh, what is he cooking in today? Yeah. Like, what is he doing? All those shoes got sold last year. I literally was like, those shoes were investments. Yeah. I literally did it just so I could get your attention. Like, no, that's actually smart. It, it was got, because... That's Soulja Boy level invest, genius, yeah. actually. Because a lot yeah. of people, like... <clears throat> hey, my man can cook with a, a microwave. <laughs> <laughs> that's just wild, bro. So a lot of people, they'll see, they'll see the food and everything, like, likes and things like that. They fluctuate. But shoes and different, like, fashion, designer things, like, those are things that people can relate with. Combining two worlds. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what it was for me. Like, I still, I still have a couple, like, nice pair of shoes and stuff like that now, but it's like... I used to have a rotation of like, oh, I would have to like budget to buy a different shoe mm. so someone could see me cooking in something different. Like one week you're cooking in Yeezys, the next in Margiela's, then maybe some Gucci or just different things. Yeah. So I wanted to find a way to not only make it about the food because I realized the food wasn't doing enough for me. It just, it was yeah, like, it's going to speak for itself, but you have to have that next step to exactly. be able to, because that's the thing, you got to be able to brand so that they, everyone can pay attention. It's kind of annoying. Do you but, consider that a gimmick? No. Uh, that's a strategy. I feel like gimmick is like, gimmick is like stealing the, the culture, like, when that's how it's embraced. It's like, oh yeah. Look, I, feel like I don't know, I feel like a, a gimmick right? is just a, a draw that may not be like the exact thing that you do, but like, it's just like, it's something to like get people like. Like to get them like quick, like hey, like I could say it's a marketing ploy. Yeah, yeah I mean it's, it's a strategy, like because that's not it's not a guarantee that everyone's gonna look at his shoes. Yeah, but the 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 more the bigger product, too. the bigger product is. The, but there the, is a whole food. culture of like people who like shoes and things yeah. like that on, yeah. on the internet, and goddamn it, those people eat. You know what I'm saying? So it's like <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like yeah. like it's it's I, like I guess when you hear the word gimmick, it sounds bad. It sounds but bad. like I don't think like. In this sense, it's like a bad thing. It's like, yo, like it got people to no, come no, to your I, platform. I you know what I'm saying? I can definitely feel like you can make that argument. Yeah. Like when I when I was starting off doing it, like people come with nicknames, they're like, oh, scammer chef, this, that. And it was like, 
it's just another topic that you guys are making for me. That's so, dope. <laughs> so it's like, this is when I was still trying to figure out, like, what type of strategies can I do to market myself? Because I do my own photography. And then I like... I you coined, do it well, too, actually, by the way. I appreciate yeah. that. I coined the name the Cheftographer. So I'm like, I don't know anybody out here who really is doing that. branding both. Yeah. So... It would be like people would just see all these pictures. I'm like, I would do all these stagings, and no one would see like I'm holding a light fixture with one hand while I'm trying to shoot over my head and just do a bunch of different things. And I was just like, the process is going to be slower for me because I'm not focused on pushing out content. Yeah. And that's what I try and explain to people now because like there's a whole wave of like people call them Instagram chefs or Twitter chefs or whatever. Those are content creators. I'm not so much a content creator. You are. A real legitimate chef, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Right. Yeah, it's not I'm, a game. It's not like I'm not look. I'm not for the clout. I'm just I, trying I, I to, can't. I'm trying I can't cook work. for a camera. Yeah, three to five days out of the week, yeah. like because I'm in someone's home, like okay. cooking for somebody. Like not saying there's anything wrong with that, but people get that misconstrued, and they always ask me like. Yeah, we haven't seen you posting as much. You're not really doing this, but I'm like, I'm not all day. I'm sorry. Exactly. <laughs> you'll, you'll see my you'll see my story is typically always active. Yeah. But posts and different things like that, like. I was going through like a huge creative block for like the last two months and I hadn't really felt compelled to do anything. And then it was just like with the passing of Kobe and everything like that, and just different things like that. I felt like, I was like, no, I'm going to force myself yeah. to create. Like I stayed up till six, I was up until like 6.30 in the morning uh, last week. And I think I made hands on one of the most elegant looking dishes I made. And when I was like showing people the picture, they're like, no, this is probably the prettiest thing you've ever played it. Yeah. And I was just like, because I sat there and I like meticulously was like, no, this needs to work. Yeah. Like, this is going to work. It has like, to. In my head, like I see the vision. So I'm like, I'm going to make this happen. Like I wasn't that satisfied with the other two dishes, mm -hmm. but I was like the one out of the three was more than enough to get me back into that creative mode where I'm like, all right. Let's match the energy that everybody has for me. They're like, oh, we see you doing this, you're doing that. And it's just like, no one really sees how easy it is for you to struggle with your creativity. Like, with yeah. any creative, oh, yeah. it's like, you're constantly going to be self-reflecting and doubting. Like, there's things I can do better as a chef. I know that. But I know from the accomplishment I have made at such a young age, and things like that, I feel like I'm too hard on myself at times. I feel like that's a lot of us sometimes, man. But it's just, I feel like it's not its not the worst thing for you. It's like you want better for yourself. So it's yeah. like you kind of like be like, yo, like I'm not doing enough for like, because I know me all the time. I'll be sitting down and I'll be like, yo, I'm not doing enough, bro. Like I, I, need, to do, I need to do so much opposite, more. Some people get too comfy. And they be like, oh, yeah, I made it. I kick up. I'm, not, I'm just, but you got to be hungry for more. You want to accomplish more. You want to achieve more. Because when you get stuck or you're just like, oh, when you look around, like, five years later, like, oh, I'm still in the same spot. I'm still in the same job. I'm not adding nothing to my life. Like, I'm just sitting yeah. here living comfortable. Trying to be on a yacht. Nah, yeah, like, shit. That was the moment when I decided to quit my job. It was like, I'm in a place where I cannot learn anything more. And I'm just working this robotic system of just cooking food with zero passion. Yeah. No creativity. Like, no, yeah. like, there's no input. Even if. I was changing something to whatever dishes I was in charge of on my station. It would never be something that could be reflected because it's like at the end of the day, whoever's name is on the door, whoever's name is that chef, like that goes directly to them. Like no matter who makes it. Yeah. Where was this at? Uh, the last place I actually worked was Brothers and Sisters at the Line Hotel in Adams and Morgan. Like, mm -hmm. so we were receiving a lot of accolades and different things like that when we first opened up. <laughs> 
And it was just getting to the point where I'm like, my attitude for cooking and different things were changing. And I was just like, I was getting angrier. Like, I'm not an angry dude, not really confrontational. But it was like being in that environment where it's high intensity, it's stressful. And I was just like, can't do I this. I don't need to be in that yeah. shit. Like, I, I, like, cooking was more of a job instead of a passion. Exactly. Like and it's like, the only other time I felt like that was culinary school. Mm. Which I actually hated. <laughs> yeah, we, I remember you talking about that. I, yeah, I despised it. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not doing that again. Like I, I can't change professions at this point. Like, so it was literally like I'd had a couple bands saved up, and I was like, all right, we're gonna quit. And then last year was literally just the building blocks, and I can say I achieved every goal I wanted to, except being on the news. Like, that's like my around the way hood dream is to yeah, be on the news. Yeah. Like, I just want my mom to be like, yo, I saw my son cooking on, on the on, on Good Morning America yeah, or whatever. whatever. Yeah. Bro, you can still do it, bro. You got plenty of yeah, time. You got bro. plenty of time, but I feel that. That's like, but that's I know, ego, I know, I know you ego. definitely want to knock that yeah, off, bro. That's, yeah. Yeah, off the list, that. but that's the that. one yeah. that I was like, man, I was like, such and such has been on the news for this. Like, people have been cooking for this. I'm just like, who I need to talk to? I'm like, I know a lot of people, <laughs> yeah. but none of y'all work for no news. <laughs> I'm like, so somebody can plug me. Like, I know somebody who views this. If y'all know somebody, like, that's what I want. Like, if you can get me on the news, like, I'll shout you out or whatever. But I just wanted, that's something I felt like. That's the project, that's, guys. That's the project. Like, that's one of the goals. Like, I have my, I made it client, and I have, like, my, like, short-term goals. But yeah. My automatic client is Barack Obama. Like, if I could ever cook for Barack Obama, I'd do it free of charge. Like, literally, like... His first black president. Yeah. Like, I love Barack, yeah, man. I, yeah. If I could cook, literally, whatever that man want, I was like, out of my pocket, I would take out a loan if I have to, to make it happen. Like, that that would be my plateau of, I made it. Like, everybody has told me countless times, like, oh, you've made it. Like, a friend of mine, he was like, he made a good point with this. So he was like, Ferg, listen, you're cooking for one of the 32 starting quarterbacks in the, the NFL. NFL. Yeah. Like, yeah, not, the, yeah. not the, the, oh, I'm on the practice squad, you know. Yeah, like, this yeah. Is, he's like. I draft big that just, ugh. Like, this is somebody who people know. Like, yes. Like, literally, like, you across were. Across the country, people know. Look, this across man. the yes. country, like, when we were in New York for New Year's, <clears throat> it was like my first time actually, like, seeing that and I was like appreciating I was just like wow I was like we're walking around Times Square with a police escort and I'm in the CBS building and they're like yeah you know where you're at right now you guys are at the FBI official New Year's Eve party and I'm just like what? <laughs> like yeah, there's wow. a commissioner. This that. Yeah, Times Square. Times Square for a normal person probably hit way different because it wasn't. It wasn't like the the lovely. It was the rainy. No, or was it just was, cold. It was. It was just decently cold. But like, okay, yeah. we were outside maybe for ten minutes because yeah, exactly. we were in, because we were you know in, exactly. And we you were probably in the got a good spot. Yeah. Like I said, they walked us down, and then we were in the lobby. I remember this guy. Uh, this white guy comes out of nowhere. He's just happy, and then one of the Wayne's friends just like, "Yo, Steve, what's going on?" This guy reaches in his pocket and pulls out, like, a stack of $2 bills. Like, not like an average stack either. Like, this is like a stack stack. Like, and he starts handing them out. And he's like, y'all, he's like, y'all don't know who that is? That's $2 Steve. That's Drake's lawyer. What? <laughs> Yo, that's <laughs> crazy. They were like, yeah. They were like, they were like, like, two years ago, Drake dressed up for him uh, for Halloween. They're like, he's like the highest paid 
entertainment lawyer in the world. Like he's also $2, represents two chains. Two dollars, Steve. Hey, I got that two dollar bill hey. in my wallet. Like I keep it here for good luck. This two dollar bill Damn. right here. Bro. Let's give it to my Drake. Steve. Two dollars, Steve. That's a two dollar Steve. Damn, that's crazy. I'll probably never meet you, but like, like yo, salute to you. That's to dope as fuck. It was crazy, and then like you're walking around the lobby, and all these other people are like showing like some people had a couple of them. Like I remember he handed Dwayne like a bunch of two dollar bills, and I was just like, you don't need to. You don't, even <laughs> you don't even need to Drake, because he just looked confused, and we were all just like, okay, all right. Probably what he does on New Year's Eve. Like, hey, I gotta give you that's these lit, though. That's two dollars. But, like, that even goes to show, like, having to sometimes just be present in, like, the moment of, like, what you got going on, man. And I feel like we all, like, even me, man, everybody, like, we'd be looking ahead, like, yo, I got to get to, like, I got to get to this point. I got to get to this next thing. But it's, like, you got to, like, kind of sit back and really take in the moments of the good things that are happening to you on the way, you know what I'm saying, to that that next point. So... I just yeah man I just want everybody to think about that man because I mean I I be I be I definitely be trying to avoid like because you know how you go through the week and I'm you like oh man I can't wait for Tuesday I can't wait for Wednesday yeah. like but like have you ever tried to enjoy Monday like I don't think most of us Monday's try not to. that bad I'm just saying Monday but like enjoying every day of the week like as I much mean, as I, you possibly can you know what I'm saying and I think it makes I think it makes the week go by quicker and it makes it you know what I'm saying more enjoyable but you got to fill your week. With like things that you like want to do, or like things that provide you with like joy, joy or right, bring you yeah, growth, sure, like yeah. find ways to make yourself happy because like like the nine to five grind definitely is taxing. That's why I started reading more. Yeah, I mean, also, even I just, reading. Yeah, I you got to find something. For my test, like I just I've been opening the book and reading more, reading the Nami. You know, so like hmm, it's not that it's not as bad as I remember as a kid. That's because people okay. were forcing you to read, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when you, read, when you decide to do something on your own, it's a little yeah, different. Like, yeah, I'm going to have some vegetables, you know what I'm like, saying? As opposed to, like... you reading The Crucible, like, on a Monday? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think that's something that you're going to wake up excited about. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, reading nah. Lord of the Flies for the fourth time. Oh, <laughs> the Giver. <laughs> like, all of those, like... I spark noted half of those books. Bro. Oh, you're... Once I was introduced <laughs> to spark notes, I said, yeah. Uh, as soon as I figured it out, I was like, yep. I hadn't completed like a full book cover to cover back then in years once Sparknote was introduced to me. I was like, okay. But I would say depending on the the way it was taught, because when I was in college, I had a different mindset, I guess, but we did books like uh, The Wizard of Oz. not the, And then we watched the movie. Oh, really? I was like, oh, that's lit. And we did um, this, it's a Germany, Germany Nazi comic book with like mice. But he was like, don't read the words, just flip through the pages. And it's like a comic book and you go through the story and you're just like, alright, we're just gonna interpret what's going what's on. going on. I was like, alright, that's dope. But they See, don't do that I, in high school. They don't do that in high school. I I have professors like that. Like my English professor, he was kind of a weird old guy. Like he was like very weird. Like mm. he was like, I think someone should like send somebody to his house <laughs> to check <laughs> to check check there ain't nothing down in the cabinet that no ain't nobody ain't seen for a while. So I was just like, mm, I don't really know about this guy. Actually no, I just remember the question that I did when I asked you because I saw uh you like kind of tweet slash retweeting uh like this whole ordeal about like the whole I guess Instagram, Twitter like chef thing, right? And like the trends that like people are like like using in terms of like cooking food so like Hennessy like being put yeah 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 yeah. and then like the the like the fruity pebble french toast and like all that type of shit and like the the stuffed crab meat with like the with like salmon or like chicken shit like that so I guess for one where did any of that even like start from and like how do you feel about that you know and as a chef seeing that so anything that anybody does with cooking 
is typically an adaptation of something else. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to reinvent the wheel with cooking. So someone has done these things, whether it be in a more elegant way or anything like that. I just feel like in a lot of these different dishes, people have bastardized it to the point where it's for the for the gram. Like, yeah. like you're doing it more so for the theatrics and not about the food. Like mm-hmm. where you've seen like burgers that have like the buns are like filled with cheese and yeah. stuff like that. And I'm just like, if it's not a gluttonous mess or if it's not something that I can push into and you see juices and things come out, it's not something, it's not something that's good. Desirable. Yeah. And I feel like for people of color, more so than anything, it's always, yo, Ferg, make this soul food this or do this. Stuff a chicken breast with collard greens. I'm just like, why? <laughs> I'm like, said, if you can give me like said, a, why? A, give me a good explanation as to why. And I just feel like it limits people like me who are trying to develop their own cooking style because that's the hardest question for a chef. Like a person who actually feels like they just create and are passionate about what they do if you ask them their cooking style if they can give you an answer that kind of worries me a little bit because i i can't like mine's is more of a french modern twist which could mean anything it's like the most vaguest Vague description system. ever and no one really knows what it means but it simply just means so what if somebody says like my cooking style is very rustic like, what I, is- I, I i that is a word that i use to describe mine as well what is that what does that mean so rustic necessarily meaning like it's not completely refined. So it's like my plating and different things that a lot of things I do aren't traditional. Like mm, okay. traditional to like the French or like these higher pioneer standards. But any like chef like active right now will tell you the best chefs right now are within my age bracket are literally from the ages of like 25 to 37 because they're the young innovators. Yeah. They're the ones who are trying new things with old techniques. So that's where that French modern comes from, where it's like, I'm trying to modernize like different things, like yeah. making things like visually appealing, but also take you on a journey where you're like, wow, how did you get this to taste like this, but I'm eating this. Yeah. So with a lot of that, where I see like deep frying crab legs and different things, I'm just like, you're not eating the shell. Yeah, I don't see the point of deep frying a crab. Like, I mean, if you take all the meat out, then maybe like <laughs> deep fried it. But like, that's what I'm saying. But it's but. like frying the whole crab leg or different thing like that. I've seen, uh, I've seen a scallop uh, martini one time, like a seared scallop dropped into a martini glass with an alcoholic beverage, where I can still see the grease separating from the scallop in the dish and I'm in the drink, and I'm just like, was that getting mad likes? Can you explain? Can you explain? Because I've always wanted to know this in terms of cooking. When they set it on fire and it's like there's an active fire yeah. on, what is what is that for? Uh, so depending on how they're doing it, if you're gonna flambe, like if if you're doing that and you're using with alcohol, you're doing that to burn off the alcohol content. Uh-huh. If you're doing it, say with like a wok or a some type of hollowed dish, you're actually seasoning the food with fire like i used to work the walk station at the line hotel where like when i would like when you see someone actually using the walk that motion to get the food in the air where it's kind of kissing the flame like you're getting char on the flame Mm. other times if someone's just doing that in the kitchen like a flare-up is what we call it is most of the time just for show or Mm. if you're trying to do that you're trying to move 
the pan really fast so something doesn't stick and burn. Mm. Like if I'm if I'm ever like doing this and I'm like not doing a motion to flip something or move something, I'm doing that so mm. I don't burn the surface yeah. of it. But also kind of like it just looks cool. Yeah. And I like playing with fire. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people will tell you like it's literally the fun things like with cooking where it's like you have to have those type of moments where it's not super pretentious but that's what i was getting at where it's like i feel like other black people they look at food i make and it's because it's something unfamiliar Mm -hmm. it's not appealing to them or it's just something that's automatically wrong like oh you're letting your people down like on twitter it's kind of like it's like a close-knit black chef family but it's like healthy competition it's like i just feel like each of us kind of like pushes the other person to produce like and it's just like man i've been sitting back for a while and i'm just seeing i'm like yo y'all really going crazy i was like i was like all right bet i got i got, I got 24 hours to respond i'm like yeah. it's cool I, i'm gonna be back like i ain't got it on me right now but like, i ain't got i had time man i got time today <laughs> and it's like i said that close-knit twitter family like they'll like they've got people who People will defend my food before I will. Yeah. Like sometimes I, I don't have time for it. I really don't. I'll just like and retweet it. Like people literally just Twitter. It's like you kind of you warrant anything. Yeah, like, that is a dark place. Like, yeah, the second you enter the arena in Twitter, bro, because anything anything can be interpreted anything, any different yeah. way. It's like goes. I wasn't even what like okay okay. So I had to like get into the mindset of telling myself, I'm like, I'm gonna cook the food I want to cook, and I'm not gonna cook for the means of trying to go viral. Because that's what a lot of it is. It's like people want that one thing where it's like, oh, if I hit this one camera angle right here over this lobster tail with this cream sauce, it's going to look just like everybody else. Aesthetically amazing. Yeah, and that's how a lot of like black uh, owned restaurants, I feel like in this area and just other places, like it's a business model that works phenomenally. So if you're going into it, for that success of being in that lane, then do it. Like, yeah. I don't find anything wrong with it. Like, same people who sell plates and different things like that. It's just a means of setting the standard for what you want to be like. You're not necessarily somebody who I would call a chef. I'm not the chef police. I'm not somebody out here saying, like, who has the right to have the title? Because there's so many different ways that somebody can define themselves as a chef. Yeah. Can but you I, speak on who, you, who you're impressed by in terms of, like, people out there? Like... Locally, like other chefs, just yeah. other chefs. Yeah. So there's private chefs. Uh, so my idols, uh, for black chefs, dudes who go by Ghetto Gastro, and it's a collective of four chefs with a lot of different backgrounds. Some of them have worked at some of like the top like Michelin star restaurants across the country for like baking and pastry, but these dudes look hood, <laughs> like <laughs> like straight up like they doing like. Photo shoots and like Tim's do rags, but they're cooking keep Thanksgiving dinner for Rick Owens. Damn. And like, oh, like they're oh, up there. Like yeah. they did like the Black Panther premiere party. Like they catered wow. that. And they like did these black and gold waffles. Like, that, yes, I don't know if they used some type of like charcoal. It might have been like some type of charcoal powder or something like that, but the waffles mm. were black. In the syrup was gold, gold like damn. gold, gold. So it was like, you're like, man, like, damn, like, <laughs> damn. Like, I'm, I, I, I looked at their food because, like, my mentor, he's white. Like, 
My mentor, Chris, like... Ain't nothing wrong with that. Nah, Chris... Ain't nothing wrong with hey, that. Hey, Chris is one of those people who, like... He went to McNamara. I'm like, yo, you probably done seen some oh, things, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, but just from, like, early on in my career, like, I would literally ask him, like, yo, Chris, do you know any, like, black chefs or anybody who, like, you, like, really think I could learn from this night? So he actually took the time, found some people, gave me their contacts, different things like that, Instagrams, and also, so he's like, because I would joke with him a lot about like other black chefs so I'd just be like, yo, they're just doing anything right. I'm like, yo, you can't really do that. I can do that. <laughs> but he'd just be like, I, I get it, I get yeah. it. But it would just be like it was so hard for me to find chefs who I looked up to for the type of cooking I want to do. Because I felt like it would be so easy for me to get labeled one way and then it's like impossible to get, get out, out of that lane. I would have been Bubba the chef cooking chicken or whatever for forever. Yeah. But it wasn't until I did a pop-up in Annapolis and one of the customers or one of the people who had bought the ticket, the first ticket was sold to a couple, like multi-millionaire couples who just got finished on a world culinary tour, like eating at some of the best restaurants in the world. Like these people are so rich that they bought a farm to source their favorite restaurant in Annapolis. Like we want to source the produce for them. So we built this farm for them. And I was like, you're just at you're at this dinner that me and one of my friends are doing who I used to work with in Annapolis and he was just telling us like chef like everything that you did was just articulated so well with how you explained it from the storytelling different things like that and I'm just looking I'm like would this guy hire Bubba or would this guy even like think to second guess or what would he expect if he hadn't had this meal like would he expect that I was able to produce something like this so it's a valid point yeah and it wasn't just necessarily because he was white or anything like that it was necessarily because it was somebody who i know has a knowledge of food like i said he's traveled the world so i was just like it kind of like made me start thinking and that was one of the hardest things for me was like for the longest time i was trying to figure out do i want to brand myself as a catering company because i have people who work with me closely who've helped me along the way a lot of people who i wouldn't be in some of these positions without yeah some of these things and i was just like i don't want to make it about a group i'm like everybody can individually do what they do i'm like me as myself i'm a chef but who works with me they're their own chef they can do what they want to do yeah because the number one thing with being like a freelancer or anything like that is everybody wants to kind of do their own thing nobody ever wants to feel stunted i never want to make anybody who i've worked with or anything like that feel like you're working under my brand or anything like that like you you have something you want to do let me know i'll help you out like i try and extend that to a lot of people, but a lot of people don't really see that. And I feel like some other chefs feel like I'm kind of like arrogant in a way because I don't work with as many people. Mm. But it's like a lot of people don't bring the offer to me. Yeah. And it's like when they do, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, I just think we should cook together. I'm J. Cole. You're not worthy to be on my shit. It's okay. <laughs> you don't got to say I'll say it for you. It's okay. I'm I'll <laughs> I'll be, no, like, because I've, I've met people from across the country who have, like, DM me, asked me questions. There has literally never been not one time where I've ever hit a secret or anything. People ask me what camera I use. I'll tell them the exact settings. Like, people ask me where I get ingredients, where I got produce. I will tell you exactly where I got it. If I'm scared that you can do it better than me, then I'm not good enough at what I'm doing. I can give you the tools. Like Yeah. Jam dropping. I don't I don't need to like hide what I do. Like I don't feel like that type of business needs to be condoned. Like but a lot of chefs are like that. Like 
sharing recipes. People like you don't share enough recipes. I don't write recipes. Like my cooking style is very experimental. Like yeah. it's very technique driven because I've done this mm. to something else, so I can apply that to something else without having to write it down on paper. But again, I'm trying to bring it more into the means of sharing it so others can reproduce and learn from it. Because like, I remember, I, I think I've only dropped one recipe online, but this woman from like Arkansas or something like that, she tweeted me. She's like, yeah, I made your salmon burger and it was so amazing. And it was just a feeling. I was like, wow. wow. I'm like, Man. this woman maybe has 32 followers. And but she just wanted it to be known. Yeah. I didn't think no one was going to see this. <laughs> like, I made this and I was yeah, just like, Yeah, that's wow. crazy. Yeah. I was like, that is crazy. Like people... Like, actually pay attention because it's so easy for me to get, like, caught up in, like, trying to keep my schedule and everything right. But, like, just noticing that people be like, yo, when they see me, like, yo, I see you. May not reflect in the comments or likes. I just be like, sometimes I'm like, why can't you just comment? (laughs) (laughs) They don't want to. They don't want to. I just want to retweet. But it's like people, like, when I, like, go out or anything, it's just always like, yo, bro, you've been working. It's like people I haven't talked to in years. I'm just like, this is different. So for the people who might be have it confused, what's your daily schedule like? My daily schedule when I wake up, people might think it's just easy. All you're doing is cooking. (laughs) (laughs) Man, like I I can tell you some stories. Uh, That Nestle event I told you guys about. Yeah. uh, I don't know if anybody see me. I actually got into a tweeting barrage with U-Haul because I had some difficulties booking a truck for that event. Where also uh, I got pulled over by Montgomery County's finest mm. also the night before where I had, did not know it was very illegal to drive through a private parking lot to avoid a traffic light. Oh yeah it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like it's frowned upon. That's what I thought. I was like I had 30 pounds of ice and a large bag of ice. I mean a large bag of rice that I was trying to get home. Yeah. So I was like I just got finished cooking for the Super Bowl so I cut through they pulled me over. They are just like, yeah, uh, what you what you doing out here? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I was like, no, cops ask those real dumb questions. Yeah, like, what like, you doing out here? <laughs> driving? Driving? <laughs> like, what? what brings you on the road tonight? And I was like, huh? So he was like, yeah, he's like, uh, you mind if we search the car? Uh, my partner's uh, about to be here. And then I was kind of like, I was like, officer, I was like, honestly, do what you have to do. As you can see, I, like, I have a bunch of ice here and I'm trying to get home. So, I, like, cooperated. Four other cops pull up. Of course. They love doing that. Five cops. They see the lights black. So, ask me to step out the car. They pat me down. They're, like, searching me everything. Like, I'm, like, like, the only thing you may find there is a knife kit. Like, there are knives in the car. Like, I do not There's have... There's knives? What? Yeah, like, I'm, like... <laughs> but they were, like, going so hard. It was, like... They did everything to the point of not putting me in handcuffs. And I'm just sitting outside for like 40 minutes. I'm just like, this is really not It's happening. a waste of my time. It's yeah. a waste yeah. of my time before my time. one of the biggest gigs of my career. Yeah. So it's like mentally, it's like putting me down. Yeah. Mm. So it's like, those are those hard moments that a lot of people don't hear about. But back to like my daily schedule, like I wake up, I check my email because it is very easy to get lost with different emails because right now it's kind of the transition going from my old email account to my new one so i'm still like trying to like make sure i get all my clients updated on that once i set that i plan out my week i figure out my ordering guide different things i have to order for the week for events coming up 
And then typically, if I'm not creating a recipe, I mean, a, a menu for somebody, I'm planning how I'm going to attack a menu I already have planned for another event. So I usually will sit down for about two hours every day, and that's like my work time. Like, I'm working off, like on and off, off the clock, but that is the time where I'm like, all right, I'm focused on this today because a lot of things people don't know. I have multiple side ventures and different things I'm working on as well as mm -hmm. like developing a private chef agency. That's an exclusive. Uh, so right here first. Right yeah, here breaking I'm, the news. I'm trying to like make it easier for like people who are trying to do what I do because yeah. it's like at some point it's like I can only be in so many places at, at once and it's like I want this to be an industry where everybody can win like there's so many creative people out here cooking baking and different things like that so you'll always see me like I try and give that back to other people I'm also working alongside with some people on developing a private chef app that's going to be geared for uh, like kind of luxury apartment buildings different things like that just kind of a service where You'd be able to pick the chef and pick the uh, meal that you would like to have. And then they can... And they, it can either be ready for you before you get there. Because, like, again, we're going to be working with the uh, company. Yeah. Mm. So, boom. You do that. Then it's like... Some people don't like to be bothered with a chef in the kitchen. Some people are like, I just want my food. I want it ready. Yeah. Boom. So you can do that. Other people are like, no, we want the experience. We want this dinner party experience where it's curated all from my laptop or from my phone. Like, I yeah. can set this up because with what I do, we have a long thread of emails. We have a lot of negotiation sometimes. Mm. But this will invoicing. change and kind of speed that up, essentially. Es essentially, but it's... For at first, we're just focusing on, like, the buildings, like, apartment buildings. Like, it's... We haven't found a way to, like, kind of Uber the service because that would require a lot more, mm. like, chefs and different things like that. So yeah. we kind of have to test the market with it a little bit so just figuring out the way where people can see like this is what private chefs do but in simpler form for just where you live like just imagine if you could just have somebody come to your house where you are they already know what they're doing you already know how many people and everything's already squared off before you get there you don't have to talk to the chef it's already done for you that's some real ball of shit like you said, let's get a parking app. I can fuck with that. <laughs> I, can fuck with I that. can fuck with that. Like I said, so it's like there's a lot of different work elements in my day to day. It's not just I get to cook for athletes and <laughs> people like that. Which I think I honestly think a lot of people think I yes. just wake up and be like, oh yeah, man, he about to go cook for uh, Dwayne Haskins today, so he's good. <laughs> oh yeah, he's, he's good. He, or he's like, oh he's up, he's OC up, he's doing this and that. I'm like, he. A lot of people have decided the narrative for me. Yeah. Where it's like, that's kind of what social media does, where it's like, it's a blessing and a curse, but I don't ever want anybody to ever think I'm not hungry, like, or I'm not looking for an opportunity. Don't ever, like, because some people, like, the opportunities come more once you have enough of them, is what I've noticed. Like, more people want to stick their hand out and help me yeah. now yeah. that they've seen that people have you to, helping people yourself, have, man. People yeah. have to trick themselves into actually believing and supporting because once they do because unfortunately we don't start and be like you know what? i'm i see the vision i'm gonna just support this i'm not gonna hate i'm not gonna ignore i'm gonna i'm gonna retweet i'm gonna i'm gonna just put a little love towards it 
And once that once that's the case, it's word of mouth. It's the old lady at your uh, Nestle event who's like, "Yo, you better eat this. You see this shit? Like, take this shit. card. Like, so yeah. it's definitely definitely speaks for itself. So, no, like my one of my models is under promise, over deliver. Like, mm. I don't like when people necessarily go in with an idea of the meal or the experience they're about to get because for somebody else, whether it's a friend or not, like. Of course, I, I've had bad reviews and different things like that. Like, you're not going to be able to please everybody. Yeah, no way. But a lot of people will go on and just be like, no, <clears throat> this is going to be amazing. This is that. I'm just like, let people enjoy that for themselves. Let yeah. people let them decide. decide that. Like, Because yeah. if I if I give you something, I ask you, how's that food? And it's like, my eyes are piercing into you as you're saying <laughs> that. You're like, yeah, man. Yeah, it's solid. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Like, I've been in that situation. Like, there are some people who, like, people always think, like, my palate is, like, so, like, revered or anything like there's just certain people like i just won't let you cook for me like it's rare but i'm just like it was just that bad of an experience i'm just like yeah i won't do this again but it's like (laughs) i don't go around judging people's food but it was like if it's bad bad i mean sure you mean that's what food has to have like a critique to it someone has to be like oh it's not good it has to you know what i mean like but it's 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 something that people are gonna digest you know what i'm saying and they're gonna make a decision about it some people are really really sensitive about that like then, yeah. then don't ask yeah. no questions. Yeah. Yeah, don't like, ask I, I no seen questions. I've seen it happen firsthand. Yeah, no. Mrs. Baker, uh, she was like, "Yeah, uh, all my desserts are good." And then uh, one of my boys, he was like, I mean, eh. "He was like, I mean, most of them." And she's like, "What didn't you like?" And then he was just, like, "I mean, some of your cupcakes was a little dry." And then her face just kind of just dropped, and I was just like. You kind of walked into she that. Took out the yeah. yeah, she like that was a two piece, and then Damn. she was just I know like, she was sick. "She's like, well, I wish you would have said something." Hey, I, mean, eh, I mean, I'm telling you now. So like, hopefully, you can like find them. Yeah, you got, you got. Don't take that personally. Just take it and keep rolling. Yeah, so. a lot of a lot of critique I get. Sometimes I I learn is personal preference, which mm. it's like you can't combat that. Like yeah. people eat differently, especially with catering. Like I sometimes have to like take out my own uh, idea because I have to either mildly salt something or something like that just make it more inclusive for everybody. Yeah. I can't, for the masses yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. cook for my my palate every time. Yeah. But I, shot, I, I just have to interject. Shouts to Eddie. I would definitely say the mac and cheese that I had at, uh, what, what event was that? White Durag? Yeah. That's like your third time talking about that mac and cheese, man. Yeah. He, he, like, he loved it. <laughs> Put my mom's mac and cheese to shame. Damn. My mom has the best mac and cheese in my family. And there's a, like, there's a few scrappers for the mac yep. and cheese spot in my family. But nah, God damn it. I, I had to take my aunt out. About he said I had to take her out. I had to take her out. I love my aunt Penny, but like, my dad was like, yo, Penny. You can't make the mac and cheese no more. And the way he said it, my dad, he's from Southeast. He's an aggressive, light-skinned black man. But he talks like he still, like, has to fight for everything. Like, every opportunity still. And I'm just like, yo, like, why you got to say it like, like that? Like that, yo. You could have like, said it nicer. Yeah, but that, and I remember Nate, he still to this day has been hitting me up about the jerk chicken tacos. He, like. <laughs> I remember. Did you I seen the video? Yeah. He, he was hype. He was like, nah. He was like, yo. <laughs> I come back from New York for these. For these, yeah. <laughs> like, so there's certain things where I would definitely like. I put my, I put my hand in the ring. Like if there was like a mac and cheese competition or something like that, or a shrimp and grits competition, 
Damn, I love me some shrimp and grits, man. <laughs> like I, I said, whether we go in like Southern gravy style, I even did like I did a shrimp creole for the Nestle event. And uh, my pastry chef, he was like, okay. man, he was like, I don't like high. shrimp. And he was like, that was the best shrimp I've ever had in my life. And I was just like, that was one of those things where I'm like, that's one of those soulful dishes that I feel good about producing for people. Like, that's something where it's like comfort food. Yeah. Like, comfort food for me is like, there's nothing fancy. There's nothing like high sedity. Like, I don't care how you can dress up shrimp and grits. It's still shrimp and grits. Right. Like, you're not going to put truffles or nothing. Like, <laughs> I would be highly upset if anybody tried to, like, gentrify shrimp and grits. Don't like, worry. You give people a chance. <laughs> it, it, it will be done. I know someone's going to put some trout roe or some caviar or something like that. And, and then I'll be the Every first person to be like, yo, listen. <laughs> it's not going to fly. Yeah, we can step outside <laughs> with this one, but... It was just one of those things where I remember it was actually the head of Nestle's baking division. He comes up to the table. I didn't know who he was. I think it's me chocolate chip cookies. What you about to say to me at, right now? At, at, what you about to say to me right now? I, I can talk about that too. At Nestle, they got chocolate chip cookies every day at two o'clock. Hot and like cracker time, Little Caesar style. Whoa. <laughs> Bro, when I had the tour, because my homegirl works there, and like I got the tour. She a chocolatier? She actually works for their accounting okay. department. So. <laughs> she still gets good. Pretty much. She's yeah. a chocolatier. So, you know. There's like, there's ice cream hubs and cereal machines on every floor. Mm. Almost. Like, literally, you go to another floor. There's like a crank machine with different chocolates. You can fill up. Like, I'm seeing grown adults eating ice cream at 3.30 in the afternoon. Like, just walking back to their desk. Gee, and things like why that. not? And I was just like, this is crazy. But the sweet potato pie, he kept hearing, he's like, everybody keeps talking about these sweet potato pies. Them Fergie pies, not Patty's pies, but Fergie pies. Fergie pies. Those are different. I'm going to let y'all know. First. Fergie pies. Those Fergie pies are you. different. So Stay locked in. He he ate it, and he was just, like, blown away. And, like, I'm listening closer when he said he was the head of the baking division. And, like, even the people who were working, they just like, oh, hold up. I was like, is he good over there? You need backup? Because my, <laughs> my pastry chef was just like, yo, I, I can come over there and talk to him. And I'm just listening to him. And he's like, if there's one more thing out here that you made that you would really want me to try, what would it be? I said, the shrimp creole. So try to try the shrimp creole with the grits. Old white guy. And he was just like, like, the reaction. It was just like cheek-to-cheek smile like no words came out he just smiled he just looked at me and it was just like i bet that's a better reaction than food uh than a compliment right like he was like i just got a smile like i just that was an uncontrollable like a moment yeah, yeah. that's he, like the ratatouille moment. that's crazy he that's was wild. just like like blown away and it was like something with that like he said it's like that's better for me than a compliment like if i can scope the room and like I'm looking I'm trying to find like leftovers different things like that so in my head I can decide for myself what wasn't a crowd favorite or what needed improvement or different things like that and it's like not even to like hide myself but I was struggling to find leftovers and like I see this I see this girl at the corner of my eye she eats one of the sweets of the pies and she's just like damn (laughs) <laughs> and she's like looking around like no one's seen her and I catch her and I'm looking I was like I've seen that <laughs> and then she got embarrassed I was like no I was like you want another one I was like I'll bring you another one over there so damn like, like it, it just be those moments that it's really why I do it it's honestly for people like 
like I said, food is one of those earliest forms of communication. Like, people bond over food. Like, like I said, I've seen a vegan crush a slab of ribs I made that was Golly. actually at Leroy's party. I'm- them ribs didn't stand Wait, were they, were they a vegan still? No. Like, no, they were beef ribs. Oh, okay. I'm about to say, <laughs> and like... They, and, they, and they broke their vegan diet to eat those For the ribs? ribs? Damn. The ribs were bomb. I had some. So, like, I remember... I don't know if you see me, but I was in that joint like... Crest <laughs> <laughs> with the ribs, bro. I was just like... Those moments right there make it worth more than money to me, like I said. Because a lot of... I took a lot of gigs and different things I shouldn't have took last year, like financial wise like there was no gain like I lost money on some gigs but only for the means of if I could do something good for somebody like events where I knew like budgets or anything didn't make sense at all but it was like if it's for a good cause I'm like I can do this I can make that happen yeah it's like Chick-fil-A's what is it like their kindness act of the day or something like that yeah so damn well Ferg man as always that was some great information. I'm sorry, Chef Morgan James. That was that was that was some uh, you know great content that you gave us here today. Is there anything that you want to leave the people with before before we get out of here? Uh, I just want people to. If and where they, can they find you on social media? When they, when they, you can find me on social media at Chef Morgan James on everything. That's my website, ChefMorganJames.com. It's also my email. So anything you guys need, let me know. But mainly for anybody who feels the need to want to create or just find a lane for themselves doing something, like, take your time and be gentle with yourself. Don't necessarily feel like you have to go in and be an overnight success because it's not practical for anybody. Like, But like my man J. Cole said, you never know. Your life could change in one year. And I know mine's has. Mm. That's real. Alistair, man, do you want to hit the people up with the with the stairs to greatness for this week? Absolutely. This week's stairs to greatness. Uh, Shouts to Eric Thomas, who gave me a message. But everybody has the opportunity to have something happen in their life. So whether that opportunity be the one that puts you to the top or that puts you in position to gain anything, every single opportunity you need to attack 100%. Because that's what you're going to learn. And that's the only way that no matter if you make it that day, the next day, the next day, the next day, or a year from now, it's still going to come to fruition because you put the work in and everybody knows what you're coming with. So there you go. It was a little long-winded, but, you know, you can follow me on Twitter, Dr. Underscore Do Work. Follow me on Instagram, Dr. Underscore Do Work. Make sure you follow our podcast page, A-N-B period podcast, A-N-B period podcast. Just want to give a special shout-out to Katie Lingen. I'm fighting with you. Uh, uh, old classmate that I went to elementary, middle, and high school, and heard some bad news so praise up to you uh locked into the community and everybody that's fucking with the podcast much appreciated and love to y'all and for once again thanks for coming on like, of course man like man, i said at the top your family so just of course remember that we're riding real support for sure for, for sure. sure that was nice house there thank you for doing that for for katie man um i don't really have anything significant to say but um i probably have said this before man pick your spots hit your shots man it's all I can, all the advice that I can really give out here, man. Um, not everybody's Steph Curry, bro. Sometimes you're know saying a two point layup right at the rim is just as good as that that crazy three point shot from half court, bro. As long as you get to see it going in the net, man, that's what really matters. But to end the episode today, you're gonna hear some music from an artist who I think is is improving by leaps and bounds every time I hear him, and it's gonna be I've been serving 
by Big Jeter off his newest project, Jeter. And be podcast. Oh man, I forgot. No. Follow me on social media, Young Tamarack, Y O U N G T A M A R A C K. And on Instagram, Twitter, all the same shit. Um, cash at me is Bryce O'Connor. Uh, send me a dollar if you if you uh, if you care to. And uh, thank you for listening to the AMB podcast. Peace out. Yo. I've been serving, 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 I've been serving. I did a hundred on the back screen. Plug showing love, him text me. Ride some phone with a bad freak. Right by me hip with a gabby. I've been serving, 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 I've been serving. Rule number one, Nick Cash rules. All this paper chasing, got a bad foot. Can't hold the spot down, you ain't bored, man. I'm I'm a I've been serving, I've been working, I've been flipping, you've been perping. Nigga, play you, then you check them. Don't respect them, then you dead them. Streets told me to keep my weapon, too much scaling and rebagging. Serving swag, I got finesse. He want potent, he pay action. I'm talking road trip after road trip. Feds behind me, getting closer. Got these bags, it's more like luggage. You old hustling motherfucker, hollow tips. I ain't tussling, my little lady count that money. She could be a xenophobe, but she look high, trapping, thugging I'm gon' grip that ass in public, hit the mall, check on me Shopping spree, shopping spree, get what you like It's all on G, I got gas for dirt cheap I got huff, that's damn near free I can't wait to park the double R, start throwing away the peace I've been serving, I've been serving, I've been serving I've been serving, I've been serving, I've been serving I've been serving, I've been serving, I've been serving I did a hundred on the back screen Plug showing love, him text me. I've been around some phone with a bad freak. Right by me hip with a gabby. I've been serving, 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 I've been serving. Rule number one, Nick Cash rules. Us paper chasing, got a bad foot. Can't hold the spot down, you ain't bored me. I'm a shorty, what the selling, I'm a cruiser. All this serving, I ain't finna grudge. I'm quick to knuckle up. Niggas tough, but turn to Frank and Lyman when that trouble comes. I got hoes stacked up kissing. I've been serving for a minute. I might thumb through 30,000. Link your main ship, skip the dinner. I turn infos into quitters. Turn that cookie into liquid. Got a big flipping fetish. Lost a dub, ain't nothing sweated. Hold the block down like it's special. Blow cookie like nothing better. She love me cause I'm a player. My game straight about the mail. Her brain like she went to yell. My stain on this game forever. My Nina, I used to walk. Fuck with it, that four-fifth strictly payments This strong here, wake up the neighbors He owe me, he turned the head of my OG Say stay prepared, so high it ain't nothing near me I been through niggas myself I just hope niggas don't tell I been serving, I been serving, I been serving I been serving, I been serving, I been serving I been serving, I been serving I did a hundred on the back screen Plug showing love, him text me I been some phone with a bad freak Right by me, yep Yeah.